If you've ever found yourself passionately curious, the type to soak knowledge and question the how and why, and think you might have the curiosity to push past average, push all the way to limitless, then welcome to Sales Network One. Sebastian Vivacqua is an expert on the human connection of sales in life and business, and he's here to evolve our thinking about the psychology of selling. You'll also hear from sales heroes, growth addicts, and rising stars on their strategies, methodologies, and techniques all tools you can use for your own limitless growth. It's the concepts, the fundamentals, even things you've heard before, but presented in a way that just makes sense. Now, let's get into it. All right, guys, so welcome back to another episode of Sales Network One. I have with me Chris Harwood from Australia. How are you doing, Chris? I'm good, mate. How are you? They're really good. It's been a long time, right? Good to catch up after so many years, right? <laughs> I know, mate. Too long. Seven, seven, eight years. Been far too long, mate. Far too long, indeed. So, guys, to everyone, Chris is from is a, is a managing director for indirect marketing for over ten years, actually, in both door to door and B two B. He's had the offices in seven different cities between Australia and New Zealand, and actually, he currently has uh, two teams of twenty plus between Brisbane and. In sunny Gold Coast and at the same time well on in, in terms of his field he's very focused on charities and going into that some cool facts to to mention there uh, over the last 10 years he's worked with over 23 nonprofit and charities across New Zealand and Australia and with the different offices and teams he has managed to fundraise over 20 million in actual GP so he, he and also another cool fact is that he's done himself as uh, sailed in every city and state of Australia and New Zealand. Pretty cool, mate. So can you tell us a bit about what you're up to these days at uh, at Synergy Direct? Yeah, mate. Thank you. Thank you for the the lovely intro. And um, <laughs> feel really good now. Really good about myself. So yeah. Um, Currently, we are based in, in sunny Brisbane. Um, so we've got a, a team of yeah, roughly about 20 to 25 contractors who will, who will come in daily. And I guess for us right now, we're working towards what's called our, what we've called our 2020 vision, uh, which is to have eight marketing companies up and running as part of our network by the end of, uh, by the end of next year. So um, we've, uh, we're at three, if we include our own office. So we've, uh, we've made a bit of progress. Um, so we're excited to obviously keep moving forward. And, and we've worked out that if we can manage to hit that goal, uh, we'll generate for our non-for-profit clients somewhere around about $38.4 million a year. Uh, which is going to be pretty phenomenal if we can get there all, you know, even if we only get two thirds of the way there. So yeah, 2020 vision. Um, that's what we're, that's what we're excited about. That's what we're kind of uh, working towards right now. That's super cool. And uh, and I think when, when you're in your, in, in the field that you're at as well, it's also quite rewarding that you're working for a charity and, and actually fundraising so much. If you can achieve that per year, that's uh that's pretty ambitious, mate, but good luck with that. And uh I think we can both agree just getting into 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 the main topic that uh, door to door sales and and b2b sales in in direct marketing it's a challenging job actually uh, and certainly makes it interesting for listeners because i i think you, you can really acquire thick skin and buoyancy uh, through through direct marketing actually and in today's market understanding how it is how it is easy to to conduct business digitally uh, and even easier in the future. And uh, in your view, how is direct marketing thriving? 
Yeah, I think um, I think it's interesting because you know I think technology is um, you know rapidly growing at, at such a fast rate that I remember I think probably you know, within my first couple of months of, of being in the industry, really started to get good at sales and got my head around the sales processes. And as I was starting to get good at it, um, that's when apps were really starting to to come out and come to the fore. Um, and, you know, I started reading things and hearing things about technology will take over. And you know, 10 years from now, face-to-face sales might not exist. But I, um, I just, you know, I think and technology is so cool and we can do so many things on in the online world these days. But I think there's probably an even bigger kind of um, room in the marketplace for, for face-to-face sales, you know, that, that human connection, that face-to-face kind of conversation, that building rapport, um, I think it does two things. I think, like you said, it really builds a thick skin and it builds a skill set for later on in life. And, and for our clients, it just gives us that, that personable touch where we can just have those one-on-one conversations and, and maybe connect with someone that you maybe couldn't, you know, in, in, a, in a digital format. So, yeah, I think it's certainly interesting. I think the landscape of, uh, of sales has changed a lot in the last 10 years. But, you know, in my opinion, I think face-to-face sales is, is, uh, is not only just here to stay. I think it's going to become an, an even more important skill set and an even, probably an even rarer commodity um, in, in the next 10 years. So I think it's really, really crucial and, and a really important skill set to learn. No, that's that's really true, actually. And and one thing that they were saying back, uh, it was like in 2013, they were discussing that direct sales they were gonna drop, and they were gonna keep dropping. But actually, in 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 your experience, and and, and as you were sharing, you know, things are actually increasing. And yeah. I think you you were sharing with me that some guys are even uh, are even cranking 20 plus sales in a day, yeah. which is which yeah. is pretty crazy. 20, 20 plus in a week. I think 20 plus has been done in a day before, but um, 20 plus in a week, yeah. So, which in our industry is, is still it's, phenomenal. You know? It's, it's if huge. Someone, yeah, if someone would have said that to me 10 years ago, that, you know, people were, were still 10 years in the future, um, able to go out there and acquire that, 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 um, that many customers, but not only the volume of customer, the quality of customer that, you know, for us, a big thing is um, providing a long-term donor for our charity clients that we work with. So, um, being able to go out there and converse with, you know, the right type of mature, intelligent customer that's going to be able to do long-term donations for three, four, five years. So for people to go out there and not only be able to do 20 customers in a week anyway, but 20 quality customers, I, I think it's phenomenal. And I think, you know, it's a real testimony to, to the, the skill set and the, and the thick skin and, and, the, and the abilities of, of some of the guys out there. Yeah, indeed. And, and, and it, it's uh, that that's also very important, you know, the quality, as you mentioned, and it's super, super cool that you guys are focusing on, on that side and, and making it clear to your customers that uh, you, you're focusing on delivering quality clients, which, mm. which is important. And from personal experience, I think a top skill needed in, in the job is self-motivation. And uh, truthful, truthfully, not everyone has it naturally. But uh, yeah. I, always, I always say, you know, like everyone has the potential to evolve or unlock that. And you can acquire self-motivation as a skill, but uh, in life experience and in, 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 in business, it's, it's a skill that you actually need. And how does it look for you in a typical day, your sales training with your guys, you know, splitting it in the way you train your team leaders and the way you, you train their team leaders, train their guys? Yep, cool. So I think... Um... I think it depends. Depends on where you know who who we've currently got in in the office with the, with the current contractors, where they're at, what their experience levels at, and that's probably one thing I've kind of really learned over the years that there's not a 
a one size fits all way of doing things that this is what will work and this is what will always work. Depends on the people who you've got. So there'll be there'll be times in the mornings where the focus is very much on on sales and the face to face role play and you know how to build desire with a customer, how to close a customer effectively. Then there'll be other times where the sales averages are really high and we might be concentrating a little bit more on how to build your own business unit and actually create some scale and some growth. So if you can go out there and acquire the fifteen or twenty customers in a week, let's now teach you how to articulate that to other people so that we can, you know, your your business unit's not just doing that 10 or 15, but we can grow to 50, 60, 70, 80, or, you know, even a hundred customers in a week. So it really depends on where we're at. But certainly every morning, um, you know, we work with an independent contractor status. So all yeah. the sales team we do is optional. Um, so I just think it, it, it's, quite, it's quite cool in that anybody that does come in for it is, is quite sort of soft motivated and quite empowered to learn. So I always remember yeah. when I, when I left school a um, long time ago now and I went to university and I still vividly remember the, the difference in how people acted and behaved and how motivated they were to actually learn. Because I think in school, you know, probably like most schools, you've always got one or two trouble causes because they're there because they have to because it's compulsory. But the dynamic changes when people are there by choice. So people are choosing to learn um, just creates quite a, um, a uplifting kind of, I guess, vibe and culture and atmosphere. So um the the people that are there are there to learn and they're there by choice so you know depending on where they're at and what the skill sets um at and what's needed that's how we'll concentrate in the morning so it'd be anything from sales to um you know coaching and mentoring it might be quality it might be something to do with the recruitment processes it might be customer service so it could be a whole range of things and, and i guess ultimately how i see my role as the owner of the company is to yeah. Kind of make myself redundant and then just upskill as many other people as, as I can to, to, to kind of do my role. And then, you know, then after that, it'd be, it'd be time to, to start the next project and, you know, the, the next campaign and the next client or maybe the, the, the next office, you know. And, and, and as you know, um, that's what I've done. I've lived in, I think there was a period where it was seven cities or six cities in seven years. Um, whereas now it'd be the opposite. I'm in Brisbane, I'm not going anywhere. It will be maybe, you know, putting other people in other cities or even in our city in a different campaign or a different strategy. So, um, yeah, very much, you know, um, what gets you here won't get you there. So wherever we are at the, that particular time, a bit of a plan of attack and a strategy on whether we're concentrating on sales, you know, leadership, coaching, um, or whatever's most relevant at that time, really. Super cool. All right. All right. So that's, uh, it's, it's really good on, on the things you you guys focus and, uh, and of course you have to actually, when you, when you're training your guys, like you're saying, everyone's unique, everyone's different. So you have to understand how to individually uh, unlock the potential that everyone has there yep. and going there into, you know, referencing more to door to door sales and the B2E in this case, can you share an example of how closing a deal between, a top rep in a, in a customer goes or, yeah or went um, yeah uh, so I, I guess for us it's working with non-for-profits is a very different form of sale to, to many other forms of sales in that um, we have to have an enthusiasm about the cause we have to have, have um, impeccable customer service because we're the face of the brand yeah. but at the same time it is it is a very delicate balancing act in that um, you've got to have some level of being assertive and, and getting the customer over the line. So um, for us, it's all about creating that, I guess, what we call desire or impulse when you're, when you're presenting to a customer, explaining um, what the problems are that the, that particular charity is facing at that time, what the current solution is and, and what the programs are that the, the 
charity is actually facing um, and then from a financial perspective how their donations um, would actually help so for us it's pretty much a case of the clothes really just kind of takes care of itself if you've got enough desire and enough impulse because if you can talk to a customer with passion and conviction about an amazing charity and an amazing cause well the clothes doesn't even really need doing and often um, you know you'll get a customer who will almost say you know this is an amazing cause how can I help which kind of then just leads into the clothes and we go well I've got the iPad here we're just grabbing your details and, and this is how we get you on board so it's very very much an, an indifferent sort of clothes um, with um, a bit of confidence but um, the, the key to the clothes really is just in the presentation and making sure the customer you know buys buys you and buys the cause and, and feels compelled to, to take action and, and, uh, and help out. Yeah. Yep. And, and I know exactly how that goes actually in, in, yeah. <laughs> been there, done that, you know, like I, I remember, like you say, you, you put passion and conviction in, in, in what you're selling, what you're sharing in the fact that it's a, it's, it's a genuine cause and they, they can actually see it. And it's, it's actually very rewarding to see you, it, it comes through really easy when you have that passion and conviction. Yeah, uh, but yeah. what is the, you know, like, it's always a, the, the question there, you know, you have the, the guys that are closing up, like you mentioned, and you can close 20, you have 20 a week that you're closing in terms of sales, uh, in terms of, of, of charities and customers you're getting. And you have some that are closing 20 a day, that has been done. And then you have the ones that are closing 10 a day, seven a day. So, what is the key differentiator between the um, the ones that are you know closing twenty five percent of the customers they are talking to, and yeah. the ones that are closing like say seventy percent? Yeah, um, I think probably two things, and you and you touched on one of them already. Self motivation, I think, um, has to be you know especially I think in any any form of sales, especially face to face sales, you're always going to get. You, more customers will always say no than yes, even on your, your most successful days. So having that thick skin and that um, ability to be, um, I guess, proactive with your learning and the ability to keep coming back after, you know, failure after failure after failure after failure. So I think self-motivation is a massive one. Um, and then probably the next one is probably just just someone's ability to actually converse with, um, I guess, a wide range of, of different types of people. So um, for me, I, you know, I'll take it back to, to when I first started. So I think 10 and a half years ago now. And I remember the first people that I could sign up were pretty much just a carbon copy of me. So they were blokes in their mid-20s who liked sport, yep. liked to drink beer on the weekends. Because that's that was all... I could relate with at that time. And that's, that's the only people I could really talk to on a, on a level. Um, then I guess over a period of time, it's just that ability to, um, I guess, broaden cross section. So I think we've got some people who've been in the industry for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years who are still on the field day in, day out and do a phenomenal job. But I think it's not necessarily about how long you've been doing it for. It's about how quickly you can learn that skill set to converse with, you know, young men, older women, rich people, poor people, fat people, thin people, whoever it may be. Um, your ability to adapt it and tailor it towards that person and get them to, to lower their guard and have a proper conversation with you. I think they would be the two main differentiators so the, the, the self-motivation um, and the work yeah. ethic that kind of comes with it and then yeah, just your ability to really just kind of tailor it towards an, an individual person and, and, um, and um, I guess create desire and, and impulse in, in that particular type of person. All right, super cool there. I think you brought a lot of uh, cool facts on, uh, on the key differentiators that, uh, that, that make 
you know, uh, the, the, the superstar different from, from the average, I would say. And, and again, re-emphasizing how important self-motivation is. And that's, again, a, a skill that you can definitely acquire, but it comes down to the person itself. And uh, that's, that's something that everyone, uh, I guess, needs to understand. But I want to, I want to wrap this up. It's, it's been a great episode, and uh, you brought a lot of uh, good takeaways. And I must say, again, that the, the importance of the episode, too, is for people to, to understand that direct marketing is still thriving. And I, I want to wrap it up asking you, what are the takeaways that you want to leave the audience with in terms of why they should consider direct marketing, so to say, for their businesses and as a, and as a person, you know? Yeah, cool. So I think, um, you know, I think we've, we've kind of touched on it a couple of times already in that, you know, the, the online world and the, the digital world is growing at such a rapid rate. And I think there's so many people out there now that, um, I guess they're just inspiring, you know, the, the next generation of entrepreneurs, you know, you, you people like your Gary Vee and all these kinds of people that I think are, are um, really changing the mindset of, I guess, the, the next generation of people. And they think on a, a much more entrepreneurial level than they maybe did, you know, eight or 10 years ago when, you know, yourself and me maybe got in, uh, involved in sales for the first time. So, um, but I think sometimes we get caught up in one aspect too much and that, you know, the digital world's amazing and it's certainly going to continue to grow. I've actually launched um, an online business myself recently as well. But I think in terms of um, face-to-face, I think as an individual, for me, 10 years ago, I, I didn't get involved in this thing, you know, I'm going to run my own company one day, you know. My story is that I was the backpacker from the UK, um, came over, brought £5,000, spent it all in eight weeks and um, needed to find some work. I found work, but I also found a skill set. So initially for me in the first three months, just about learning that sales skill set and learning that skill that would make me more employable. Um, so I think from that aspect, like the face-to-face sales skills that you can pick up and, and what will be you know, useful to add to your tool belt for future is, is just invaluable. It'll just make you so much more employable. Um, and then I think from, from a customer's point of view, I think same kind of thing really is that it just gives you that ability to, to just really hone in on that individual. And you know, sometimes in the digital world, and there's a, there's a lack of human connection these days. So if you can have that, that real genuine empathetic conversation with someone, I think there's probably a, a bit of a niche and um, maybe a, a small amount of customers out there that are maybe being bypassed. So um, I would certainly urge, you know, um, I guess all, all companies to, to continue obviously with whatever they're doing, but you know, certainly direct marketing is not going anywhere. It's here to stay and it can, can make a, a massive difference to your customer base. Wonderful. I think you made it pretty clear for businesses and individuals why they should consider direct marketing and don't forget direct marketing is still thriving guys so how can people get in contact with you yeah a couple of different ways so um, my company is synergy direct so synergydirect.net.au i'm also on instagram and facebook so you can find us there um i am also on linkedin um so you can find me there bit of a work in progress my LinkedIn profile but we're we're making progress Um, and also I'm on a personal level I am on Instagram as well and you can find the links to my businesses Synergy Direct and my online company um, which is RagingMuscle.com. Awesome all right well I I want to thank you again for joining the the episode it's uh, it's been awesome and I'm going to leave definitely show notes of all this so that people can actually get in contact with you and and, uh, unpack and see what we what we discussed today so 
Thanks a lot, mate. No, you're welcome, mate. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure, mate, and we'll, we'll talk again soon. For sure. This has been Sales Network One, covering the concepts, the fundamentals, things you've heard others ramble on about, but in an innovative, exciting way that just makes sense. Join Sebastian again on the next episode. Subscribe now so you're first to hear it. And if you really liked it, give us a five-star review or share this episode with a friend. Our website is salesnetworkone.com. Hasta la vista, baby.